My Belonging, episode number three, Invocations, the idea of belonging. This idea of belonging, or more correctly, the absence of belonging, the threat of not having a safe place to belong, is a recurring theme in the work of Caribbean literary icons like Barbadian novelist and essayist George Lamin, who wrote of the pleasures of exile, and Trinidadian Nobel laureate Servidia V.S. Naipaul, who reminded us in his 2001 Nobel lecture that people have everywhere at some time been dispossessed. Perhaps Naipaul was reacting to St. Lucian Nobel laureate Sir Derek Walcott's 1992 Nobel Lecture, The Antilles, Fragments of Epic Memory. In it, Walcott warned that a morning could come for the Caribbean in which governments might ask what happened not merely to the forest and the bays, but to a whole people. I wonder whether that morning has not already come for Barbados. This tiny coral and limestone island perched on an ocean shelf alone in the Atlantic, away to the east of the Caribbean Sea, with its gently curving archipelago of volcanic islands known as the Lesser Antilles. Today, when I drive along the west coast of Barbados, washed by the Atlantic's placid waters, or when I wend my way to the majestic East Coast, where the Atlantic's more belligerent waves batter sparse meandering beaches and bays, I can feel the erosion of village life, communities, and cultural traditions that were established long before I was born. I watch them being erased slowly, by waves of tourism development and great swells of what my late uncle called the palatious private villas of expatriates, whose aesthetic constructions feel nothing like the places where my father used to roam. A tropical storm of foreign gentrification, whose effects are potentially as damaging for us as there were for communities of color in the United States beginning in the 1960s, washing away the very reason visitors find Barbados so picturesque and alluring. I grew up on the west coast of Barbados, not far from where my father's navel string is buried, as we say, in Barbados. He is a son of Spitestong in the northern parish of St. Peter. The tiny fishing village of Six Men's was one of his favored haunts. These are places where I always felt a sense of belonging, distilled, I suppose, from my father's DNA. Places that are rapidly becoming unrecognizable, at least to me, forcing me to think about the essence of belonging. Naipaul thought of Caribbean people as surrounded by areas of darkness, rooted in places absent of knowledge, bereft of self-awareness, derivative people in derivative cultures, existing at the periphery, colonized, 
developing and yet undeveloped and underdeveloped apostrophes, addendums, character actors in other people's plays. But that was in his time. And change is inevitable after all. So what of today? How far have we evolved from this sense of being at the margins of the world? What imprint has our history as colonies left on our development, our self-worth, or ideas of what it means to belong to today? What impact has our past had on how we value each other or creativity, how we approach innovation and build value for ourselves in the 21st century? In my 2003 doctoral dissertation, Small States, the Internet and Development, Pathways to Power in a Global Information Society, I warned of the dangers of Caribbean economies championing the digital revolution without also empowering locals and making room for them to create indigenous value. I foresaw a one-way flow of other people's knowledge, culture, and creations into Barbados and the Caribbean, and a one-way flow of foreign exchange out as our governments and people consumed more and more of what we did not and could not produce. I have watched this paradox of technological diffusion replay itself in real time under the guise of digital transformation. The problem is that the psychological structures of the plantation continue to dominate in policy, leadership, decision-making, and in people's everyday lives. They are designed to view other people's knowledge, creations, and capabilities as having more value than our own. So we don't invest in each other. We don't trust our own. We don't value creation. We extract and we consume. We maintain our now accustomed standard of living by selling pieces of ourselves, our culture, our nativity, our landed heritage to those from outside who have themselves produced value and profited richly from the exchange. But if Barbados is to thrive in a world powered by new, more complex forms of economic endeavor, it must make the transition from a consumer society shaped by the remnants of the plantation to an innovation economy fueled by homegrown ingenuity and local enterprise creation. Achieving this transformation while maintaining our unique history, heritage, and culture requires us to understand and embrace various expressions of belonging and to do so like the Sankofa of African tradition, we have to look back to move ahead, the memory of belonging.